Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're needing photos or videos, they are the team to help you. So if you have a wedding, special event, if you need to shoot a commercial, if you need professional headshots, contact Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions and they will help you with your social media. Our special guest of the week is Rosemary Lopez. She's a former cheerleader with lots of experience auditioning and being behind the scenes doing promotional items and being on and off the field. So I hope you stay tuned and learn all of the tricks and inner and outer workings of making a team. So stay tuned. And welcome to the show. Hi, Paul. Hi, Rosemary. How's everything going? How are you holding up? Holding up well. Are you still able to work in um, this crazy environment? I am thankful and grateful that I can still work right now. Um, Yes. So I'm working from home on Tuesdays and Fridays. And because of the property management um, industry, it is essential. So I am coming into the office. the other days so luckily it's staying away from people um and i'm still working so well i'm sure all of our listeners as well as myself um we'll we'll send out a special prayer to make sure you stay safe because we don't want uh we don't want you to get uh sick or um fall ill in any way so yeah thank you it's it's tough out there you know before i leave i just make sure I have my mask on. I have everything that I need. I have hand sanitizers, wipes, you know, all of that. Well, I want to bring you on because I honestly have a little to no cheerleading um, interviews on my podcast. And I wanted to get your perspective on the cheerleading world. And I know you have a lot of experience in auditioning and trying out and then also working with teams so um let's go back to when you were a a little girl when did you get into wanting to do that type of cheerleading were you doing dance were you actually did you do peewee football and did you do the cheerleading with peewee football how did you get into wanting to uh to get involved with football and and dance yeah so um my first extracurricular activity was soccer. I was in high school. Uh, I was freshman. I did it just because growing up, my family was a big soccer fan. And I was like, I want to be just like Mia Ham. I want to go out there and play soccer. So I, I did JV soccer my first year. And so, believe it or not, I okay, did not like it. I have one question. Okay. I know. I just interrupted you. <laughs> I asked you. So Mia Ham. so what, what year are you born? I was born in 89. Okay, so you're perfectly, you're the generation that grew up seeing her win at, in 99 during during the, uh, the soccer tournament. Yes, it was a very big deal. So I, I apologize. So you were, so you grew up playing soccer, Meeham is your idol, and then proceed. Yeah, so I wanted to be just like her. So you know what, I give it a shot. Um, so I, I was in the JV soccer team. Um, I did it for a season and you know what? I did not like it. <laughs> Just to be honest, I did not like it. I did not have fun. And I, I don't know. It's, and I, when I was playing, I was center, but 
I realized that's when I realized I'm more behind the scene in sports. And that's when I decided, you know what, I am going to go for cheerleading and dance because one, I wanted to go to a football game and believe it or not, (laughs) um, my parents were super strict with me while I was growing up. So in high school, I was not really allowed to, to, you know, if it wasn't sports, I wasn't really allowed to, you can say, go out and have fun. So were they, were they concerned with you, um, socializing with boys at that age? I'm sure that was, um, 99% of the reason why. And is there, Uh, is there any, like, do you, do you, do you have an other, another sister or a brother that, that that gave them a lot of, um, stress with that or or are you only child so i'm actually the oldest so um yeah so it's me and then i have two younger brothers and one younger sister so being the old the older child of course is a lot of pressure because i have to set a good example so um even though i i you know i kind of just had to set that good positive role model so there was even more pressure for me to just be this person (laughs) um but that was the main do you feel that even do you do you do you feel you even have that today do you wait i'm sorry say that do you feel that pressure even today oh yes they're always looking up to me my sister she just turned 16 um two weeks ago we celebrated of course her birthday in quarantine (laughs) but um it's just it's especially even now because she's in high school and and you know i kind of look back and and try and see myself and and you know and what she's going through right now and yes the pressure is on um she just wants to do everything that i want to do which is adorable and cute <laughs> um so does I that like scare you I, to like have someone that's like on your heels and maybe like trying to out and trying to outbeat you or outshine you it it does not scare me just because our we have such we have a 15 year gap difference so Sometimes I do feel like, you know, I'm more of like a mother figure to her. I know this sounds really weird. No, I mean, 15 um, years is a huge gap. I mean, technically you could like, like it would be like really tight, but you could be her mom, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just so far. We're so far apart that if she does do, you know, the things that I do or even more, I would be so happy and proud of her. So I think it's because we, we have that big age gap where, you know, it's, 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 I, I want her to, to excel and do good. So, mm-hmm. but the pressure is on though, especially just now with, with everything with social media and just, you know, what's going on in the world. It just, it's a, it's just harder now, but. Well, so you, you knew at like 12 that you wanted to do dance and cheerleading then. So then did you do dance in high school and cheerleading or did you just do dance? Yeah, so so after I decided soccer was not for me, even though I, I love watching soccer, just I it, I wasn't meant to play soccer. Mm-hmm. I um, wanted to move on to dance and cheerleading. One because, like I said, I wanted to go to a football game. I, I, I wanted to attend. I thought it was so cool to attend a football game, even though I wasn't really allowed to. So I I figured, oh, let cheerleading and dance is a great way for me to do both. Um, what I want to do and also get to socialize and meet people so i figured why not um so that's when i first auditioned and 
I had no idea what I was doing. I remember my first audition for dance and cheerleading. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but I knew that first audition is that that's something that I was going to work towards. And I, and I prepared and, you know, the next year I was, I did make the team, um, the varsity team. Um, and that first year, the team actually, we went to States and we won, which was the most amazing feeling ever. So, uh, you know, a lot happened between my freshman year and, um, end of, uh, sophomore year, or end of junior year. So do you think that those impressions are still impacting you now that like what you've, you, what you've decided to do with your life? Because now you're, you're on the back end, you're, you're still working with a team, but you're not on the field, but you're still doing what you said that you love. You like to be on, on, on the more productive side, on the production side. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So when I first started to do cheerleading in high school, that's where my um, passion for sports came, came into play. Um, so after, after high school, um, I did go to college and it was either I do a dance team or, or join a sorority. And even though I should have, I should have joined the dance team, I did just decide to do a, 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 um, a sorority. But the reason why I did choose the sorority was because, um, they did have a, like a dance team on there. It was a dance stroll team. Um, so, and I also wanted to meet other, a Latina woman just like me. I am a first-generation student, um, so I just wanted to meet more, or re- I just wanted to relate more to women just like me. So even though I wasn't directly, you know, a sporting team that I joined in college, um, you know, it, it had that dance um, aspect to it, which is why I did it, and it was, it was, you know, a really good choice for me, uh, and I learned a lot about myself, especially when I was in college. And then even after call and um, even after college, of course, um, it led me to some great opportunities. Um, I did major in kinesiology, which is study human movement. So that also um, really helps me get into the the sports world and and realize this is definitely what I wanted to do um, after college. I did um, audition for um, a sports team a couple times, and and you know auditioning is is is. It's, it's, it's a process, you know, you have to, you have to enjoy the process. And I think that's the part that people forget, you know, you're so, you're so focused on making the team and everything that comes with it, but really it's just so much, it's the preparation and, and all the, the work and effort that you have to do, um, which makes it even more meaningful. Well, going back to your comment about the sorority, the sorority is, is definitely a team. It's just, a. It's more it's more sociable than act than uh, physical team, mm-hmm. and I'm sure. Did your uh, sorority also give you room and board too? So, a- um, so I was in a, a Latin sorority. So, right. um, so we we had a we had the mainstream uh, Greeks on campus, which had you know their own you know housing and all of that. And we since we were fair, we didn't have. Uh, a, a lot of members you could say just because you, know, you had a sorority it was growing so that you guys didn't yeah. have you didn't have a sorority yeah. house okay so yeah, we didn't but we did go to the visit you know the other sororities and you know we did get to I'm, experience that too it just I, wasn't ours no but i'm 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 i actually think that's great that you you joined a sorority that is focusing on your culture because 
um, there's a lot of times when um, if you feel that your majority of culture is not being represented, you can go to that sorority and feel like you're at home and um, and to have that friendship and have some place that you feel safe is a great place to have. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I think that that was, it sounded like you made the more wiser decision. And I'm sure that um, based on my knowledge of sororities, I'm sure that you to this day have some connection to the sorority system, especially to the girls that, that you um, were, were a sorority um, t- um, members. Is that what the right word? Or Yeah, the members. Mem- yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, I'm always go- going to be part of it. Um, and, you know, we, it's, you know, it's ironically, we did sell, I did celebrate my 11th year um, already anniversary with, with, with the members of, uh, of my line, meaning like the girls that pledged the same class as me. I pledged for go nine. Um, so we, every year we always meet up, of course this year we couldn't meet up. So we did a, um, you know, like a virtual meetup. We just do a zoom, right? Yeah. Yeah. We did that and it was great. And, you know, we always catch up and, and we just help each other out and we, we're going to, we always have that special bond. And like you said, even though I did want I did want to be on the dance team. I did choose something that I felt at the time I needed to be a part of, um, you know, it's uh, just my, I, I guess you could say my identity culture. I've, I've always struggled with that just because um, I could never relate to my parents. Cause you know, they were the, they came from El Salvador and they, you know, the way that they grew up is different than the way that I grew up. So I, I always felt that like disconnect. So I felt like I needed to be around people that were like me. So I could just, you know, right. have like, that culture, like-minded, you know, speak yeah. the same culture. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but isn't that what a team is? You know, they think yeah. alike, they work together, they have the, they they work together, they have the one cause. I mean, that that's what a team is, right? I think that's actually what the Webster's Dictionary definition of a team is. So they work yep. in uni- unity to, 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 um, to win or to, 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 uh, what up, uh, win the cause or, 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 or to, um, make change. So, so, I mean, the, yeah. it, so to me, it sounds like you've always wanted to, like, you've always been part of some team. So like, is, do you feel that that's good for your personal social, um, interaction also good for your own mental health that you're always a part of the team? Are you, are you never, uh, uh, on your own, you're never a solo person. That is correct because one, because I'm my, you know, we have I have a pretty big family, and I've always been around, you know, just that sense of love and family. So it's just something that's part of me. So yes, it is good for me. Even though right now it sucks because you know we can't be sociable right now. So it's been a little tough for me, but um, I am a social person. I need to be around people, and just having that social aspect in life, it really, it really has helped me a lot just throughout life. So um, that is a very big, big thing for me. So, do you feel that the the cheerleading, dancing in high school, and then doing the sorority and and college really helped to work with your social skills and and to open up your um, verbal skills? Yes. Yeah, because if 
before that, I was super shy. I had, I didn't, I was scared to even talk to anybody. I was just in my own world. I was so scared of the world. <laughs> and, you know, once I started joining teams and just, you know, kind of coming out of my shell and especially when you take leadership positions. So whatever team it is that you're, you're in, whether it's sports or, you know, something else, it's, it's always important to take those leadership positions because then it puts, it puts you out there. And that's what helps me also. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. So transitioning out of college into the working field, was it a, a constant? Like, was it something that you knew you wanted to do or... Was it something that you've wanted to do your entire life that you then wanted to pursue trying out for a team? Yeah. So after I graduated, I knew that I needed to pursue something in sports and event planning related. Um, I love event planning. I love sports, everything about sports, especially everything that I learned in school. Um, You know, when you think about it, uh, sports is 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 an, an event you know it, it's a big event and it brings people together you know it brings your family your friends and friends together it's the one time where nothing really matters you kind of step away from just what's going on in the world and you just focus on this one event and I knew that that's something that I wanted to be a part of right away I didn't know what that was until you know I, I started um, getting these opportunities and and you know, and just the thought of even doing something in sports, you know, at first it is a little scary because you get really intimidated and you're like, oh, well, everybody else wants to, to do that or, or, or how do I get my foot in the door? There's just so many, so many unanswered questions. And this is where networking and going to social events and meeting people helps because that's when you realize, you know, it's all about who you know and, you know, it, there is a way um, to, to get what you want. Obviously, you have to work hard for it, but there is a way. <laughs> so for you personally, what's the end goal? Do you, you because your entire life is revolving around being, a t- being on a team or being part of a team, is the goal to be ahead of a production team and working with a team or being on a team that that produces an event or what's what's your ideal dream so my my ideal dream is of course uh, i i almost half of half reached my dream <laughs> so um during that time where i was trying to uh you know get my foot in the door i did um post uh, a pageant um, which I thought was great. Um, so it kind of gave me that experience. Um, 
so that was almost my dream. Obviously, it was it wasn't like a full scale type of event. I mean, I mean, we had a good turnout. It was great. Um, the end goal would be to do that, but just have a bigger audience um, and whatever that is, you know, whether it's sports, whether it's pageant world, whether it's, you know, special um, events during holidays, um, you know, that's kind of my end goal is, is just a bigger production. So something like producing like a huge party, but if it was for celebrities, would you, you would say that that would be like, Oh, like lifetime achievement then, or like yeah. producing some kind of large television project. Yeah, just you know, just just bigger, um, something that has a bigger bigger audience for sure. So, how does the cheerleading factor come in? Is that just something that goes back to high school where you've always wanted to be on the field and you have a love for football? Yeah, so that's where it all started. And then, um, you know, obviously now with all the professional teams out there, you know, that's, to me, that's, that's also a dream, um, just being part of, of any professional sports team, uh, just because, you know, that's, I know this sounds weird, but that's kind of the highest that you can reach in life. You know, after that, it's like, what's next? Retirement. <laughs> so, um, so just being part of that platform and, and just, uh, being around a lot of people and and being able to, um, you know, just just have fun and and learn. I mean, you're every day. You're always learning. But is it is it new. the is it the game aspect or is it producing the the promo pieces or getting uh, fan reaction? Yeah. So the way that we the way that I see it. Um, so like I said, a. a any sporting event is is like a show so essentially you're you're putting on a show so to me it's it would be more it would be to you know produce that show and kind of help with the marketing or help with um and at the same time you are you are helping out with with a fan engagement and and having people just have a great time so it's just it's just kind of producing that show and just making sure everyone's having a great time and then also um, promoting any any marketing or or anything that can get the name out there. Okay. So you had mentioned that you had tried out for several teams when you graduated uh, college. What was that experience mm -hmm. like? And looking back on it, what is some advice that you can give to some perspective um young ladies that want to try out that you've learned that would help other people to not make the same mistakes or mistake may not be the right word, just um, may not fa mm -hmm. fall into those, those pitfalls or traps when it comes to um, wearing the wrong outfit or, or, or getting, um, buying too much stuff. So, yeah. So, one, you have to put yourself out there. I mean, it's it's a lot of it, you know, you of course we're talking about a lot about it being physical, but a lot of it is mental. So just one, having positive thoughts first, you know, saying I want to do this, and then two, actually going to the audition or actually putting yourself out there and just being uncomfortable. I know that's a very hard thing to do. Um, but that's just the first step. So I would I would suggest 
that's one thing positive too. Just go for it. You have nothing to lose. And then if, if it doesn't work out the first time, you know, you learn from that experience. Like now you know what to do, you know, and then it's, it's always good to, um, you know, be sociable and, and, and get to know everybody and get to kind of just know the the culture, you know, because each team is, is different. You know, they look for different type of, um, you know, just, I guess you could say, qual- or not qualities, but they look for certain, like, you know, there's a look or, or, or you know, so you just have to kind of kind of do your research on that. Um, and the best way is just get, just get to know people and, and, and don't be shy. I know it's hard, like I said, it, it's hard putting yourself out there and, and you know, you're, at the, the first time you go, you're, you're meeting strangers, but then these strangers become really good friends of yours, um, whether you make the team or not. Would you agree with me that the audition pro- process comes down to a couple things? One being able to um, social interact with the current team, two, being able to dance, and then three, um, being able to um, – shine at the auditions and have the correct outfit and photo am i missing am i missing what was the the first part that you said uh networking with the current team alumni Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no that yeah that's i mean that's definitely something you should do just because they've you know been on the team and they can give you the advice but does that help you if they're if you're on the bubble, do you, would, would that, do you think that if you're uh, on a team that's very competitive, that if you, if you social interact with the current alumni cheerleaders, that they'll vouch for you if you are willing to um, be socially engaged with them and, and network with them or that Um, has no, has no, or does that play no role in it? I mean, one, you do want them to get to know you. I mean, they need to know, need to, because essentially you're, you're, you're joining, you know, a whole network of, of it's, it, you know, it's a sisterhood, you know, just kind of like the, just like you know, the sorority. And a sorority. Yeah. It's, it's, it's your, you know, potentially, you know, you're with the new, new members. And then also, you know, you are going to go to other, you know, you're going to go to events and you're going to meet the, the alumni members. So it's, it's just essentially you're, you're entering this organization and yeah, you want to make sure that you get along with them. And, you know, in the end, it's just, you know, it's all about how you, you present yourself when you put yourself, you know, in the audition or, or, you know, I'm not saying it helps or it doesn't help, but, or at least you know if, if this will be a good fit for you too. So if anything, it's it's more of a self-assuring that, you know, this is, you know, this is going to be a good fit too. It's, I always, I always have these clients come to me and they ask, you know, it's the competition is so, um, so hard and, and there's so many people trying out. Um, is there nothing that really makes you stand out? I mean, is it just really fate that they happen to be looking for your body type and your and your skin tone and your and your looks that year? Is that just happens to be the roll of the dice? The way that I see it is everybody is no one's the same. And you know, you are you and that's what makes you different. 
So yes, there are hundreds of people that want that spot. Um, but honestly, if you're, if you went there just being yourself, you know, and you put in the work, you know, and you've, you know, done everything you can and, and you just keep positive, um, you know, it's, it'll work out. And I think, like I said, a lot of it is mental. Like you could, you could, you know, be ready and, you know, but if you, you go in there and then all of a sudden you, you know, the nerves kind of keep, you know, kick in, then it makes you not perform your best. So you have to just, you know, it's, it's a lot of it is mental and, and, and just, you have to be confident that, you know, you being you, you know, that's, that's how you stand out. Have you seen a lot of girls just completely melt down in front of you? Especially during auditions where they just like, you know, they can dance, but they, for some reason they can't perform that day. Yeah. I've seen, you know, in, in all the different auditions that I've done, you know, throughout life, my life, you know, I, I've, you know, we've, I've practiced with some girls and, you know, I'm like, oh, wow, they're great. And then it, and then it kind of intimidated me a little bit, but then once it's time to, you know, really show, you know, I, I, I've seen that they all of a sudden they kind of just like blank out and then it's like, oh, you know, so it, it's, it happens, it happens. And, you know, it, it's, it's easier said than done. You know, you, you can say like, oh yeah, like I'll be fine, but Is there you just any... have to. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Yeah. So it, most of it is mental pretty much. Do you think there's something that you'd recommend to work on to um, to fight that so that you don't blank out or you, you don't have a panic attack in the middle of auditions like that? Yeah, one one that just never compare yourself to anybody because once the moment you start doing that, it's the wrap. <laughs> so just – and you kind of have to also learn to um, – what is the word you kind of have to not let like whoever's around you kind of get in the way like you have to you know you look at a, a point you know you obviously have to give eye contact but you know don't focus so much on, on whoever's judging you or you kind of just have you kind of just pick a spot and and just focus on that you know because if you start focusing on oh this person you know just walked in or oh this person just stood up or oh this it's like it'll it'll just your flow is, is not going to go as you think it will. Do you think with your experience um, behind the scenes and also auditioning, do you think that that um, third-party companies that, tr that, that try to market towards people to, like, train them, is that beneficial or is that money that could be spent towards other things that, you could learn by just watching YouTube videos and having conversations with people that be willing to help you that wouldn't charge you. I am all about, you know, helping people out. Um, and if, you know, if someone's taking the time to make you better, you know, I have a lot of respect for that. Um, you know, it's, you're taking time and, 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 you know, it's, it's not easy. Um, so yes, it's always encourageable to, to really get advice and, and help from, from these third parties, because, you know, if anything, they, you know, they're there for a reason, you know, either they've, they've gone through the process or um, they have, you know, really good, you know, connections and, and, you know, they genuinely, you know, want to see you grow. And I, you know, think as 
we kind of, we can't forget that there's people that do want to help you and, and be better. And, you know, any, any help that you can get to, to be better, why not? Do you think that's the only way that you can make the team? Um, no. Um, you know, it, it just, I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> so back to the, so do you believe that you can also learn things by just watching things on YouTube and and doing your research and doing it the old-fashioned way? Yeah, you could also do that too. Um, you know, obviously it takes more more, more discipline and, and you have to make sure you're getting the the right information, you know, so it, it might take a little longer for you to, for, to do that research, but you know, that's another, another way too, especially now with, you know, social media being so, so big now. And, you know, back, you know, when I, when I was in high school, we didn't have, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, go to a YouTube video and look up how to do anything. Oh, of course. So. I mean, this, we're <laughs> talking about what happens today, but I'm just, I mean, there are so many, there's so many teams now um, that are literally just doing their audition classes online for free. Um, and, uh, you know, that might not be the case if after quarantine, but for, you know, those mm -hmm. videos aren't going anywhere and video does last forever. So I'm assuming that for a couple of years that those should be really valuable resources Um and uh, yeah, I can see things shifting for sure um, in the future, you know, soon now with this whole quarantine, you know, we're, we're doing everything virtually, then it'll come to the point where, you know, maybe everything's just going to be virtual now, you know, it's just, I don't know. Yep. So would you ever want to be on the field again? Or are, are you at a point in your life where you enjoy being behind the scenes more than being on the field. Yeah. So I am at the point in my life where, yes, I'm more behind the scenes now. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm older or anything like that, but it just, I, I enjoy, you know, helping and, and giving back. I think it's my, my time now to, you know, get, you know, all the experience that I've been through and just everything that I've learned. It's, I feel like it's my duty to just give back now and and just help out with with the show you know whatever sh you know show that is whether it's sporting whether it's pageant whether it's you know cheerleading whether you know whatever show that is i you know i i feel like i'm but that goes to back that. to what your end goal is that you want to produce a really mm -hmm. huge event so yes yes so if the end goal is to produce a large event are you ever going to pursue moving to New York or to Los Angeles or somewhere else where you may be able to do a larger event or, or opening your own PR or marketing or producing company to make that happen? That's a very good question. Um, ideally, I, I mean, I, I love this area, so I mean, ideally, I want to be here in D.C. Um, it's my home. And I, I mean, I know, you know, even if I do move to like a, the bigger city, I, I always know that I'm going to come back here just because one, it's home. And two, it's, you know, this is where everything has happened for me. So I have a really 
big heart for this area. Um, I feel like there there are opportunities here in this area, um, but it's more, you could say more um, government, say government, yeah, like- yeah, political base, and that's something that I'm also working on too. Um, so right now, um, you know, during my free time, I do volunteer for the National Park Service, um, and their special events area. Um, so right now I've been helping them with, um, you know, like the big Easter egg roll and the national Christmas tree lighting. Um, so right now for the, for the, the national Christmas tree lighting, there's always a pre-show and then the actual show, you know, where you have people that come and sing. Um, so I've been helping a lot with the pre-show, um, the pre-show entertainment. So, you know, it's not as big as, you know, being the main act, but, you know, Right now, my job is to, you know, get anybody that wants to perform before the bigger performers come on. So, you know, that's something that I've been, you know, helping with for the past couple of years. So that's also another step closer of me getting to that larger, larger, um, you know, audience, that larger level of, of work, you could say. And one thing that I do love about these events is that, you know, no matter what political affiliation you have, you know, like I said, it events bring people together so for the easter egg roll you know we're all celebrating the the holiday you know regardless of whatever it is that you believe in and then same goes with the with the tree lighting as well um you know everyone just comes together and and you just create memories so is there actually an avenue for a paying position with the park service or is that just a resume filler that allows you to go to the next level yeah, so this is something that would, um, you know, help me get to the next level. Right now, you know, most most of the opportunities right now with the National Park Service are just volunteer-based, um, you know, which is okay. You know, it's, it's I don't mind giving back. So I think it's, again, I'm, I'm doing something that I like and I'm giving back. But I think this is something that, you know, will help me get to that next level. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mav. PP.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. If the end goal is to run that uh, big event, it sounds like you're on your path and it sounds like you've checked off all of the, the little things in life, right? So do you think you're, you're, you're just, you're working on your, your big goal then? Is that, is that how you feel? Or are you, do you feel you're working up the ladder? Yeah. You know, it, and you know, timelines are, are different for everybody. Um, I, you know, it's one thing that I've had to learn in life is, you know, things happen at the right time versus sometimes when we want them to. So I'm at the point right now where, you know, mentally I'm in a great state, you know, I've, you know, and I've been taking advantage of the opportunities. I know right now it, it sucks because, you know, we are in quarantine and we can't really, be sociable and unfortunately you know in in events you know you have to be social sociable and go out so I'm hoping that once this is over I can you know jump you know right back on it but you know 
like I said, virtual is always an option too. Who knows, you know, maybe further down the line, these events all, will all be virtual. And, you know, I would love to help out in, in that sense too. But right now I feel like I'm definitely ready for that next step. And, you know, once we're able to leave our homes and live a quote unquote normal life, then yes, I'm, I'm you know, ready for that next big step. Well, I, I mean, Rosemary, I think that of all of my friends, I think you're definitely the one that sounds like you're really prepared for the next step in life. So I'm, I'm really rooting for you, and I hope that uh, that you get your opportunity. It definitely sounds like you've been working really hard. Um, doesn't sound like there's any time for any social, uh, just having like downtime in your life. So. I hope you find a little bit of social downtime too. Yes, especially right now. I, I think, you know, sometimes things do happen for a reason. I, I will say, you know, just be, that right now, everything that we're going through, um, you know, I've, I've been home and I've been doing a lot of reflecting and I have been just kind of, you know, just relaxing and, and just getting my thoughts together. Um, so... It's been a good thing. Do you think coming out of this, you're going to be ready to go and ready to rock and roll? Oh, I am so ready. You don't understand. I'm so ready <laughs> for things to be open. So, Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show, Rosemary. And um, I really do appreciate And I, I wish you the best. Um, and I do appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, this was fun. Good. I really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll have to catch up after you do your next big event. Yes, we will. And I'll let you know how it goes. Well, that sounds great. Thank you so much, Rosemary, for coming on the show. There are so many people that can learn from all of the advice and, and things that you've learned through your short life. And I really appreciate you coming on the show and really just giving some insight on some tips on making a team. Don't forget, everyone, that our show is both on YouTube and on iTunes, and we're also on IGDTV, um, which is Instagram TV. So um, I appreciate the views. I appreciate the thumbs up and the likes. Um, comments are always appreciated. Please subscribe to us both on YouTube and on, on iTunes. And... I also want to mention that we have our movie review show with my co-host, Yvonne Carlos, called The Movie Breakdown. So please stay tuned to that and let us know what you're thinking of our movie review show. And as always, please stay tuned.